0: Hi, Chris. Hi. Come on, run. I'm doing it. Hi. Oh, we're wasting everyone's precious time <laughs> why, just for a pair of pants. Why a pair of pants? Uh, well, because today we're talking about the killer web brief. Web brief, you see. Brief is a pair of pants. It's a monkey Monday, isn't it? Chris? It is. You said it wrong. It's a monkey Monday. <laughs> Whatever we call it. Anyway.
1: So uh, this is something we've been thinking about for a while. We've been working with uh, quite a few other companies when they come to us and sort of say, hey, I want a website. Um, We often have to flick some switches in their brains to help them
0: build a better web brief. Yeah, it's really tricky because um, when someone has made the decision uh, to have a new website, they often race ahead and... Come up with a, a plan and go, I want something that looks like this. Yeah, they might draw out a massive site map, yeah. um, a voucher's page, a contact us <laughs> page, a something form, just something that looks identical to everything else. Oh, I want my product catalogue to look like this product catalogue over here, and they look at other people's websites and start creating wish lists of things they want uh, rather than maybe what they actually need. Yeah, so we're trying to flip that conversation around, and it's not about us trying to get better. Um, business for us—it's about giving you some uh, real value in creating uh, a web brief that you can take anywhere and get a better website for your business. I mean, I yeah, I have a wonderful
1: idea that as we develop this uh, moving forward, that it, if this was just adopted everywhere, I think it would make the whole world of web design better. Mm. Uh, I think the web experience for everybody would be better. The people who are getting agencies to build their websites we'll have a better relationship um we think it's a better approach so what we're going to do is we're going to blitz through it today and then i think down the line we're maybe going to break it down because there's quite a lot in this document it's a bit of a beast
0: yeah so you'll be able to download this document using uh, the link below or if you're listening to the podcast the link below <laughs> <laughs> search for it you lazy podcasters yeah <laughs> so let's let's uh, kick off uh and where do we start matt we start i'm going to go through it here it's actually on this ipad and i didn't print it out today so that's yeah. good so we've saved paper everybody for uh, people uh listening on the podcast matt is holding an ipad <laughs> so uh the
1: first thing uh we think is good to communicate is just stuff around your business forget your website just focus on your business or your organization so um if you haven't already looked at it, check out Simon Sinek's Golden Circle and answer those first three, thing, three things. Why does your business exist? This finds your cause, your reason for being. Very valuable thing to have. How do you like, achieve your why message? How do you get there? And the easy bit is, is what do you do? So nuts and bolts of your business, what do you produce?
0: Yeah, so give your web designers uh, a nice overview of your company and if it's a process you haven't done yet as part of your branding
1: exercise then you're actually doing a bit of a brand exercise by getting that as good as you can look for the for this brief it doesn't have to be perfect but it's a start and it's a really good way of communicating who you are to your preferred agency
0: yeah and um if you haven't uh, come across all this stuff before you can go back to previous vlogs or podcasts that we've got to explore some of these ideas yeah.
1: The next thing's a little bit easier than your why message. Your why message is kind of your cause. Um, It's who you're helping and why or or what drove you to start your business. Um, It should be the foundation of of all the things you do and how you communicate and market. On the other side of that is your company vision. This is more where do you see your company being in sort of three, five years and ten years time? Uh, maybe you, in five years' time you see that you've opened more premises or maybe your business is a certain size or maybe you have an idea of what you want your the structure of your business to look like. Maybe you want to get rid of hierarchical management. There could be lots of goals for your business that are, are useful for an agency to, to grasp.
0: And this is where some agency might go, OK, uh, your short-term goal is to make uh, a bit of money here or there and then you're going to have... Um, A 10 million pound turnover in five years time so they might go let's just create a quick dirty website that is selling one product let's focus on something and then in two years time let's uh, we're going to have more money to spend on something a bit different so they might not start with your massive project straight away
1: yeah or or vice versa it might be that you have a very gradual line to get to here in five years why not why not build the thing now that's serving this five-year ambition so Uh, it'll also help you with budgets as well, which is a real head scratcher for a lot of organizations. How much should we be spending on this, this touch point? (laughs) So carrying on, uh, with your business stuff, what business goals do you have in place? A bit of an extension of your, the vision of your business. What are the individual goals? Maybe they're turnover based, maybe they're, um, uh, based on, um, how much you want to help somebody. There could be lots of different types of goals you can have, but these are top level business goals.
0: Don't yeah. necessarily have to be related to your website. Yeah. Just to make sure we're going to fulfill those goals within the, the website. Um, and this is the final bit
1: really about the, the business. And we, th- we think again, this should be global related to your business. So describe your audiences, put your audience personas together Um There's a lot more detail in the document about how to approach that. So don't just go, oh, our audience is a man who is 30 to 50. Uh, Start exploring the more uh, valuable assets of what that, or aspects, the more valuable aspects of of those personas. What do they like? What don't they like? What are the brands that they like? Uh, Where do they live online? Where do they live in the real world? All these things are, are. cool things to understand
0: yeah because you might start building a website that is tailored towards where you're going to market this website uh at so you might find um so i there's an example of people uh like i listen to the uh, no such thing as a fish podcast which is very good uh but it's a lot of nerds and they um which which i quite like but what's things that uh advertise on their their podcast are uh, things like Stitch Fix, which is a, a subscription model to buy clothes. And uh, a lot of nerds, probably like me, can't be bothered to go to a <laughs> shop anymore. So a lot of people buy from there. And you might you might build a website that is uh, focused on getting traffic from that kind of world, you know.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting thing to have this written down um, and understood because it does affect the website build, but it can also really dramatically affect where you do the rest of your marketing, how you advertise to those audiences. And that's why it's bundled in with the company part, really, rather than the web design bit. Um, then we get a bit more web designy. What we want to then think about is the users on the website. So they're slightly different to the personas. Uh, you can describe a persona, and that's describing who they are. The users on your website are almost what they're looking for, what they're doing. Are they shopping? Are they browsing? What is their activity? You can go into more depth if you do a full customer journey, depending on the size of your business and how much detail you want to go into. But the simple thing to do is go, what's their intent? What are they, what, why are they there and what are they looking for? Um, so when you sort of break that down, listing the type of user, a shopper, for instance, and then listing the most important things to them when they when they want to uh, visit your website, are they looking to be able to filter products are they looking for a fast, simple checkout? Um, listing all those things are really valuable. And this, this part of the process should take a long time. <laughs> you should really spend your time here. And this is the cool part about um, this web design brief, because what you're building here is a list of requirements that your agency can then go, ah, I understand, this is your audience. These, this is their intent. How can we now serve a website to deliver what they're looking for. And it totally changes how you would approach the um, user experience design, um, the flow through the website. And it could even change the site map. It could even change everything that you build and how you approach it. So this is where you can put all of your complicated bits, rather than writing a massive feature list. Instead,
0: think about the audience and what they're looking for. Yeah. It's really interesting because you might end up building a completely different website. I mean, I've watched a YouTube video on branding the other day about uh, the guy was talking about the Pampers website and he was talking about how tricky a job that was because a lot of people weren't going on there just to look at nappies. They were going on there because their kids, they wanted their kids to just effing sleep. And so they designed the content more around that rather than around the actual products they were trying to sell.
1: And again, if you think about how you describe what the, your audience is looking for, it could change what the outcome might be. So um, the traditional or old-fashioned or or the instinctive way lots of organisations go about uh, building a website, they might say things like, we want a forum. But is a forum the right thing? I mean, they're, they're pretty old, they're hard to maintain, it's hard to build that kind of community nowadays. It's much better to say, we want to connect our audiences together in a meaningful way, we want a community-based online things where they can chat we want them to be able to video message each other now that might end up looking like something totally different maybe you just need a really good facebook group who yeah. knows there's lots of different ways of serving your audience without coming to the conclusion yourself yeah we'd
0: like a place for online trials <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's just something to try and think of and trying to avoid you know um now we're getting to
1: the to the nitty-gritty of of why you want a website and this can be really fascinating because Once you start writing the reasons why you want your website, um, again, there could be other ways of serving um, the answer to that why message that might not even be a website, which is a kind of an interesting place to end up. Or maybe, uh, so a, a good example is I had a call from somebody a while ago and they said, I need a new website, I need a new website. And I instinctively went, okay, why do you want the new website? Well, because mine doesn't, it doesn't tell the proper story and I'm not getting the connection I want with my audience and I asked her what she did and she said, well, I do thought leadership and I I want people to understand what I do and show them my services. I said, well, what's your budget? Well, I don't want to embarrass her in case she's watching but it wasn't very much and I looked at her website and it was okay. So I said, well, why wouldn't you be better kind of taking this budget over here and just starting to build up a YouTube channel? Actually, in promoting that, take that same budget and promote that over here you don 't really need a new website to do this. You yeah. need to introduce yourself and your thought leadership in a video platform where people can find you, experience what you do so I think that 's a really interesting thing is to list why you want a website and what you 're trying to do for it
0: yeah i mean if if you 're trying to be popular and you 're trying to get in front of a lot of people. That is generally not your own website in a lot of places. Imagine how many famous people have got their own websites at all. You know, you, you mean you don't go to the Bill Gates website? <laughs> uh, well, he's got some. He, well, he's got something to think about. But you know, the, don't, I don't go to the Michael McIntyre or Frank. I can't imagine Frankie ball has got a website.
1: I don't know. Maybe he has. Maybe we're missing out on something here. <laughs> What's your favourite personality's website? Put a link below. I don't know if you even can put a link below.
0: I don't think you can. No. (laughs) Just put a link somewhere. You know, someone will do something. (laughs) Mel, can you find some links that people have sent? Anyway.
1: Next one. So uh, related to why, what goals do your website have? So it's different to your company goals. This is the goals for your website. What's it designed to achieve? Do you want your website to bring in, you know, £50,000 worth more of sales or something like that if it's a base financial goal do you want to help connect with your audience audience better what
0: goals do you want your website to do yeah it's got you've got to make these goals meaningful as well if you just go i want to have twenty thousand visitors like what difference is that going to make to your business
1: yeah people get really bogged down with the idea of visitors to the website or, or traffic um but an easy easy way of thinking about that is what would you rather have 1 million visitors to your website who don't really do anything or engage with you in any way, or 10 who are all ready to buy and they're all going to turn into £100,000 contracts. So um, it's about understanding those meaningful goals.
0: Yeah. All right, what's next?
1: Um, okay. Not a bad idea to list things that are wrong with your old website if you do have them. And also stuff that you know is good that your website does. Um, it, here is is where you might want to list Well, our website's really good at, I don't know, connecting to our CRM, for instance, and we're really happy with that. So, uh, again, you're sort of, by listing these things down, you're starting to talk a bit about existing technology that your um, agencies who are helping tender for this, they will be able to um, make sense of and provide the correct technical solution for you.
0: Yeah. Good one.
1: Uh, Content often overlooked. Oh, (laughs) crack. What is your content? Do you is it any do you have a good content? Do you need good content? Do you need your your are you looking for your new website build to have brand new content? Now you've looked at your audiences. Do you understand that your content doesn't work well for them? So, um, in short, what is your expectation around the content? Do you have good content? Do you have not enough content? Do you need your web agency to focus on that?
0: And it, if I was to give anyone any advice about building a new website, I would say, build a smaller website, but get professionals to write your content, even from our experience of building our own websites I mean we before we got a copywriter in, who's Mel who's out there who's great hi, Mel. Um, we were dreadful we would really dr- i mean we could we could get some nice images, but actually talking about what we wanted to talk about we were just awful at it
1: yeah it was really well it was it was challenging wasn't it because we knew we had a lot of knowledge in the business so we had different people writing content in different ways mm. and i guess before i mean we're talking many many years like ago 15, now when 20 we were, years ago yeah. yeah when we were a small team of four people um you know how do you then who who's responsibility out of a a video expert a, um a web design expert, a back-end expert, uh, you know, who, who's going to be responsible for that content. So we shared it and we tried to do it and it, it did okay. We grew, but is it anywhere near as good as having a professional? No, <laughs> no.
0: So I definitely spend the money there.
1: Um, similarly, do you in this, in this, in the process of getting your new website put together, are you looking for a rebrand at the same time? Mm. Um, Again, it can often happen. You have a um, uh, an organisation might say, hey, we need a new website. We need a fresh look. We want to talk to our customers in a better way and we need better content. What they're really talking about here is almost a rebrand. Sometimes organisations go to just an agency that creates websites and kind of expects them at the same time to reimagine everything. But that's kind of brand. So do you have good brand guidelines? Are they established? Do they need changing? Are are you needing a new website because you're not communicating very well? Well, maybe your branding isn't very good. Yeah. So um, they can often come hand in hand. Uh, Sometimes it's
0: not. Sometimes it's a technical thing. And there's lots of reasons to go down that road. Yeah. And you've got to set those foundations up properly. So, I mean... Um, a lot of clients may go to a web agency and think that they're trying to upsell by doing branding work. But you need to make sure that everything that's coming out of your company is looking right and feeling right. So if you start on a web design process without that in, in place, it's, gonna be, it's not going to fit in. It's hard. I mean, it's really hard doing web
1: design without good, with a good branding document because you do fall back on old tricks. Well, let's look at this website. How does that look? Oh, I like that bit everyone kind of contributes by saying this website's nice this website's nice maybe we can be more like that and it doesn't really make you authentic or um give you a design that's representative of who you are
0: yeah exactly
1: um maybe your website isn't just a little brochure thing over here that nobody cares about maybe it's a site you want something um want you want it to achieve certain things for you hopefully that'll be determined by your your goals over here and if that is the case how are you going to promote your website what uh, are you looking to do so similarly um a thought process for an organization might be well we need a new website and just might just how you might overlook content and branding you might also overlook promotion what are we doing to market the website and how we're we going to market it maybe you have a really killer team inside your organization that's great at that already mm. maybe you don't need it so it's it's definitely worth thinking about how you're planning to promote it. Deadlines are important. Yes, um, it helps establish uh, parameters and goals of when things are going to be delivered. Um, sometimes there could be multiple deadlines as well. You might have a, a smaller launch and a bigger launch, but it's un, it's important to understand why why do these deadlines exist. Are yeah. they
0: arbitrary? Yeah, I think you've got you've definitely got to set a, a deadline because we've. In the olden days of Rusty Monkey, we did websites where we were like, we're going to build you the website and you're going to put content in and we'll build the website. And then two years later, it probably still wasn't finished because there's no deadline and people are going, I can't be bothered. The content dip, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's really tricky.
1: Yeah, and I guess there are agencies out there that will either be kind of proactive, tackle that difficult content stuff at the start, or they'll go, look, here's your template, here's your design. Be free, clients. <laughs> Go away and populate. And that, you know, it's not always easy to do. So um, deadlines and goals will really help that. Um, so if you don't have one, you should set one. <laughs> um, and if you do have one, why? Why is it that date? Is yeah. it is it to coincide with something? Do you have a big show coming up?
0: What might it be that determines you want it live by then? Yeah, it's very much like building a house. It's so, just make sure everyone is on that same track
1: um what risks are there for uh for you and what risks do you see with working with an agency that you're passing this brief over to so it's good to list them understand them and then uh, as a team you can mitigate
0: against them what kind of risks would you say as an example well there's
1: so many uh i think one of the biggest risks is the level of communication, I guess, between the company um, who wants the website and the agency that's fulfilling it. So if there's not enough communication along the way, uh, they could end up delivering something that you don't want. Um, if the brief is poor, which it shouldn't be if you follow these rules, uh, they won't understand what you want. If you're really bad at giving people the content they want, that could slow the process down. Yeah. So there's lots of things that can affect a web build Um Maybe we should put a list together somewhere of typical risks. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but, yeah, there, there, there are lots, so it's worth thinking about. Yeah. Good one. Uh, budgets. We put this at the end. Oh. We, we originally thought, well, maybe we should start with the budget. But, actually, I think it's a good place to put it at the end of this process because in going through this journey, you'll start learning what you actually want to put together here. So after you've answered all these questions, you might, you'll, you might be, okay... This is fine, actually. We we need a website to achieve this handful of goals. Our branding is great. We've already got the content. We don't need online marketing services because we handle them in-house. It's a simple, nice, neat thing. It's going to be this. Or you might have got to the end of this process and gone, well, yeah, this is now a bit more challenging than I thought. Maybe our content isn't good enough. Maybe we do need to look at our branding. Maybe we must consider some budget for how we're going to promote it. Maybe we should set some financial goals that are going to measure our return on investment. So it could really impact, I guess, your budget after you've gone through this.
0: Yeah. And you might change the scope having, having gone through this process. You might go, uh, if we're trying to make a, a, a difference of a million pounds, spending a thousand pounds on a website isn't probably going to hit the mark. And just making sure that the investment relates to what you're trying to achieve. And of
1: course it can be the other way too. Yeah. You could set a budget and go, we need a new website, let's create a budget. Finger in the air, fifty thousand pounds. Go away some web monkeys and, and build this for me. Um however if you go down this process you might go we don't actually even need a new website. Let's take that £50,000 and do something else over here with it to to deliver, completely, to deliver the results we really want. We don't actually need a new website at all. Yeah. So um, it's important to put this at the end so you understand
0: everything you want to do and then give a value on it. I think that's a really interesting point, actually, because, I mean, Seth Godin would talk about the smallest viable market and speaking to the, the smallest amount of people that will make a difference to your business. Whereas a lot of companies, when they start on the website journey, would go, I need to appeal to absolutely everyone. And that would be a very different website to the one that is specifically targeted at those five people over there. Oh, I could
1: talk about that all day as well, but we, we what, we're, what we're looking to maybe do down the line is, is break these out into other smaller videos so we can talk about each one individually because there's some really good bits about that. Um, and finally, don't forget those final bits. If you do have good brand guidelines, share them. Have you got tone of voice? Sh- and share them at the briefing stage so people understand where you are with this. Um, have you got market research done? Have you done your own online marketing and keyword analysis? Share that. Do you have customer journeys? Is that written down? Share it. Do you have a marketing strategy? Are you looking uh, for certain goals inside that marketing strategy? Share as much as you can with regards to those key things in your briefing process. And that will really, really help um, get the most value out of it.
0: Yeah, it's all about the communication and being open with the agency that you choose to go with. Because at the end of the day, when you are creating a new website, you and the agency are a team. You're not. You're not asking for something; they're giving it back. You're both collaborating. Collaborating, nearly so Collaborating. <laughs> it. You're collaborating on something that is going to be really special. So you just need to work very closely with them. It can be a big investment as well, can't it? Mm. And, um,
1: you want to sort of reduce as much friction as possible there, and yeah, be aiming towards that common goal. And a clever thing to do as well, I guess, is, is, is you could always, um. Do a bit of vetting of agencies to begin with. Find find ones you think are going to be a good fit. Do a small project with them. It could even be helping get the project scope together, and that's not a bad thing to do. So helping get this brief finalised and a scope done. Maybe even maybe even the visual layout stage of the process. All of those things that you see. So you could do a bit of stepped work to make sure that you're not you know diving into bed with a. Uh, with someone who's you know going to charge you 50 100,000 pounds to build something and you don't know what that is. Yeah. Basically you get your builder to come and build a wall. Does that look <laughs> all right? Okay, you can do my garage yeah, next, build the next bit. Uh finally just any anything else. This web design brief is designed to um have you think about some really important bits, but you know, you might need a place here just to put some technical consideration or other things that you couldn't manage to slot elsewhere. A good little trick, though, is if you're writing things in this anything else bit, think about your user and can you turn that into a use case back up at the top. Uh, If
0: you do it really well, this bit could be completely blank. Yeah, good one. And the more detail that you can put into this whole document, the better your website is going to be. Yeah, we hope it's valuable. We hope it helps. I'm going to run around there so they can... The okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, um Yeah. I'd just like to thank uh, my parents uh, for bringing me up in a. That's enough. F- oh.
1: Thanks for reading
0: or or listening or watching. Thanks for everything. <laughs> All right. See you next week.